Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Tuesday, January 26th, 2021. I am Andrew Hansen alongside Joe Sarvati, who is affectionately known as Coach. And we've got a three-game NBA slate to go over today, Coach. And I love these short slates. I'm fired up. I'm excited, man. I, I'm just happy you're you're on the show with me today. I I got the text yesterday. Uh, I'm heading out of town, and I thought, oh gosh, he hit 81k. It's gonna be. I'm gonna you know check on his phone, and it's gonna be like if you remember the movie Vegas Vacation, Papa Giorgio. He's gonna have women in cars and money everywhere, and <laughs> making it rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when I heard you were gonna just be heading there to the homestead uh i thought whoo thank goodness he's uh yeah. we got the level-headed andrew and he didn't uh dive into the vegas uh deal so <laughs> yeah didn't didn't spend it all yet so uh yeah give us yeah. a little uh you know info on your background there i know you're you're visiting your mom so what i see some princeton stuff and a net what do you got there Yep, got some good gear, good gear here. We got the back-to-back Ivy League Baseball Champions banner, 2000, 2001. Nice. That was a that was a fun time. And then we got the the basketball with the net is the state championship from high school. Oh wow! Uh, so speaking of high school, I know this is a, a special day for you, oh. an emotional day based on your history with Kobe. Yeah, it is. I I mean just. First thing I thought of this morning when I got up and then, you know, you, you jump online and all the social media. But, yeah, it was a year ago today that uh, Kobe and Gigi went in, down in that helicopter accident. Still still unreal. Doesn't seem to uh, register. But, uh, you know, I, I want to instead of being down about it and, you know, it's just it, it is a it's still an incredible a pill to swallow. But I just want to honor him. You know, I'm posting a bunch of stuff and. Uh, you know, I have uh, some different photos and things and uh, stuff from the state championship and, you know, just sort of honoring his legacy, his work ethic. And, you know, he left such an incredible imprint on the game. And there are so many players that, you know, are playing in his footstep, his example, his hard work. So it's a great uh, lesson to learn for uh, all the youth players out there. And hopefully their dads and coaches are are keeping uh, Kobe's memory alive. Uh, you know, and then the tough part for me, though, still having children, two daughters, you know, is losing a daughter. She was going to be such a superstar basketball player. And that's the one that stings, you know, even more. So prayers to the Bryant family. We haven't been announcing it recently, but now that it's the one year uh, anniversary, I want to put that back into our podcast each day. But our our charity of choice here is mambaon3.org. That's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. And it is uh, a charity run by the Bryan family. 100% of the proceeds go to the families that uh, had survivors from, from people that were lost in that accident. So thank you for bringing that up. It, it's near and dear. And, uh, you know, let's let's honor him and uh, lift that family up because it's, it's an amazing... Uh, tough thing to difficult and difficult thing to deal with, but it is, you know, it's reality in life and, you know, we have to honor and move on. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll get after it here on the hardwood. Like, like Kobe always did. We've got a three game slate starting at seven thirty Eastern three of the six teams playing tonight are on the front end of a back to back. 
And we have one game over that magic number of 230 for a total on betus.com.pa, our presenting sponsor. That will be in game two. But the opener here, we've got the Clippers and the Hawks. Yes. And Atlanta, the five-point home favorites, because we have a few key absences for the Clippers. You think? Paul George. (laughs) Yeah. Some minutes and some usage uh, to go around here, because Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Pat Beverly are all out. And then big news on the Atlanta side, too. We've got Trey Young questionable. Clint Capella, questionable. Gallinari, questionable. Cam Reddish, probable. Well, other than so that, one, this game is is a piece of cake to figure out, yeah, right? <laughs> just the standard starting five and rotations. Uh, no surprises coming here tonight in this one. So, yeah, um, see if you can sort through it for us. Well, hats off to our partners at BetUS to be able to put a line out on this game when, like, eight of the top ten players combined two teams – uh, you know, are either out or, or status unknown. So, you know, obviously we've got to get the news. It's the first game, so we'll have the news. So that's very helpful. Um, Atlanta's on the first game of a back-to-back. Clippers are on an island game. Not that it matters because the majority of their top players are out with COVID protocol. Uh, Atlanta, five-point favorite is surprising to me just in the fact that uh, – you know, we don't know about Trey Young and Clint Capella, and those are huge, uh, huge things we need to know. But uh, I would assume Vegas thinks they're going to be in, um, hence the minus five number, because Atlanta has not been good this year. I mean, that's the thing that's hard to believe. Atlanta is checking in uh, just at 500 at eight and eight, and the Clippers are an impressive 13 and four, which I believe is the, is that the best record in the league or or the Lakers? He's got to be it's right close. there with the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Close. We'll have to look that one up. It's close. But um, the, the over-under is 221 and a half. And we have a real interesting uh, disparity in, in the numbers today. In this first, well, I'll say in the last game, it's 212. In this game, it's basically 221 and a half. And in the last game, it's two, 232, the eight o'clock game. So it's 10 point increments, basically, uh, for those over-unders. So the, they definitely have an effect today, uh, and we'll look at that. Now, uh, you know, these when we look at the defensive efficiency and the pace with eight out of the ten guys possibly being different that are going to start on the floor, uh, it's going to shift, but we're going to take a look anyway. Clippers right now are 17th. They are moving up. They were down in the mid-20s for quite a while in defense. Atlanta, shockingly, is sixth, and a lot of that has to do with Capella. He just, you know, the block shots, including that 10-block game he had two games ago, uh, he's just changed the entire philosophy of that defense. They were a sieve last year, and to be ranked sixth, uh, his presence in the paint has changed all of that and just shifted everybody. Collins is playing a lot more intense defense. Um, hopefully, Trey Young starts to, to grab a little bit of that, um, but we will see. Uh, Clippers are playing slow as as they are with their, uh, you know, really balanced attack of uh, clearing it out on offense for George or Kawhi. Um, They're not getting as many uh, fast break hoops as they did in the past. Their defense ran them into a lot of good offense last year. They're just catching up to that, and that's helping pace a little. 
But right now they're 27th. Like I said, Atlanta is 10th. So it's just an average pace game. Let's take a real quick look at the depth chart of the Clippers since we know that the majority of these guys are out. So I'll go over that and then we'll shift it uh, to who I think will get the, the majority of the minutes and who's uh, who I think uh, could be owned or should be owned. And then I'd be happy. I'd love to get your opinion on it too. Cause uh, you know, I'll tell you what, Andrew, this is a, you know, we don't know. We haven't had this combination. So we got to make some assumptions. All right. The first one is with Beverly out, it looks like Reggie Jackson's going to get the start. Terrence Mann's going to get some minutes at the point. But the right now, the momentum is toward Lou Williams, who's had his worst season in years. But, you know, when he gets the, the minutes and the opportunity, we know he's a, a high-usage guy uh, with a, a high-scoring uh, propensity. So I think he's going to be highly owned, and rightfully so. Um, at the shooting guard spot, it looks like it's going to be really the Luke Kennard, probably as much as you can eat mid thirties to upper thirties minutes. I think he's going to be a, a stalwart stalwart there uh, at the small forward. I believe, uh, you'll see Marcus Morris in there, uh, with a, a good run. He was cleared, played the last game and he's ready to roll. So he's another guy that we're going to really look at because just the depth factor there. Um, at power forward, more than likely, we'll get Batum uh, and, and a decent size minutes with him. His usage is down in the single digits, though, so he's hard to go after. Patrick Patterson will get a nice chunk of run, probably hit a couple of threes. And then you've got your normal duo at center with Ibaka and Zubac, uh, you know, and, and sometimes Patterson will get a little run there. So that's the main rotation of about eight guys that should get all of the minutes, you know, for the Clippers. I think that's about the rotation they'll utilize. Um, the point guard situation is interesting. I, I'm not going to go with a lot of the chalk with Reggie Jackson because I think Terrence Mann gets some of that time. Uh, I know Jackson's usage is decent when he does play, but I'd lean more towards Sweet Lou. I know that He's had a really poor season so far, but, you know, if you whisper in the Lou's uh, ear, hey, we need you to score, uh, I think that sets off alarms in his brain because he likes to score the ball. So he's in a consideration for me. Uh, my favorite two, uh, well, three guys on the Clippers, I actually like three guys here, and it's Luke Kennard, Marcus Morris, and Serge Ibaka. I think those three will see the biggest jump in usage and have the most uh, opportunity to score. And I know Atlanta's defense is ranked sixth, but yeah, I just I don't completely trust that. I think the Clippers uh, will have the opportunity to get some decent and easy buckets. So I, I have no problem, even though uh, DraftKings jacked up the prices on the Clippers' backups, which is actually smart, uh, they're still very uh, affordable on FanDuel. So... I have no problem going three deep uh, on the Clippers side. And really on the Atlanta side, for me, I just have to wait for the news. I mean, if Young and Capella play, it changes everything I want to do there. If they don't play, uh, the first guy in for me is a guy I've been riding for a couple of weeks now, and that's DeAndre Hunter. He is turning into a superstar in front of our eyes. Um, the bum that I'm not going to play, and I'm going to call, yeah, I called him a bum, Kevin Herter, just 
he floats around, stands around. I, I know that you're, you have a soft spark spot for Mr. Herter, but man, watching him is frustrating. He just does not get involved in the flow of the offense like I would expect. Um, if Capella's out, you certainly have to consider Collins. Um, you know, he'll Capella scoops every rebound within 20 feet of him. So uh, Collins will have a lot more opportunities if Capella's out. So this game is a big game for me. I, it's, you know, uh, that the late game, the Knicks game, I won't have much exposure to at all. So it will really almost sort of be a two-game slate with me with at least half of my ownership coming from this game. Okay. I'll have a significant percentage of my ownership here as well. And starting with the Clippers, I agree with you on that rotation. You went nine deep. The 10th guy I think who could see some minutes would be Amir Coffey. Uh, backing up Morris, I think he could get, you know, 12 to 16 minutes. But other than that, I, I agree with you on that rotation. I agree with you about Luke and Morris and Ibaka getting more of an opportunity here than usual. Um, with Reggie Jackson, I do like his price on FanDuel at only 5000 I don't think I'll go there for 6800 on DraftKings, but... That's I crazy. like the yeah, I like I like the value on FanDuel. So he'll probably make some lineups. Uh and Lou Williams will be probably more of a GPP option for me because I agree this is the type of game where he should step up. And I, I do expect him to play better, but you got to pay up for him a little bit. Um, you know, and I do like a lot of the other guys in this price range. So um Luke Kennard also will make a lineup or two for me. Um, so, uh, you know, th this is going to be fun to see how it plays out. What, what is your gut feeling on Atlanta with these, the two main guys? You, do you see any coach talk or anything that they may play or may be out or, or are you 50? I haven't, I haven't seen anything, but one of the key facts you mentioned earlier is that this is the front end of a back-to-back. True. with Atlanta. So I always, you know, lean towards the the possibility that these coaches will, you know, and training staffs will hold these guys out on the front end, give them one more day to get healthy and play them more on the back end. And it is going to yeah. be Brooklyn. So they're going to need everybody ready to go for that one. Um, but, you know, I haven't seen anything concrete. So um, all, all I know is I'm locking in Herder, Hunter and Collins to, to be out there. And, Hunter, for me, I think he's likely to be in my lineups, whether Young and Capella play or not. Yeah. Uh, because of the reasons you mentioned, and his price is reasonable on a on a three game slate, so he's kind of a glue guy for me. Herder probably won't go there much unless Trey Young sits, and then if he does, I mean, forty eight hundred on Fanduel is an excellent price. I wouldn't so he'll get forty eight dollars without the zero. <laughs> That's how mad I am at Herter. I mean, because I did play Herter last Herter, time. Last yeah. time Young sat and he didn't do squat. Nothing. Well, he's he's got a lot of a lot of volatility, and yeah. I know you don't like that as primarily yeah. cash player, but uh, he's going to have a ton of opportunity if Young is out, and then he doesn't have Pat Beverly defense on the other side. True. So, you know, Herter is one of the big, big X factors here on this slate. Um, in terms of the bench guys for the Hawks, um, you know, Rondo also comes into play if Trey yes. Young is out. 
He does. I mean, he's only forty two hundred on DraftKings, and that he had could a, be this. That could be the steal right there. I'm glad you yeah. mentioned it. I mean, he had he stacked up the the stat sheet here recently in under twenty minutes coming off the bench. So if he starts yeah. and gets thirty, you know, look out there. Uh, I think Solomon Hill, you know, could get some minutes. He's only thirty one hundred on DraftKings, uh, and you know, get the Gallinari news is important too, right? Uh, um, so it's just going to be tough. I mean, this game right here is like a classic 2021 game with stars out on one side, stars questionable on the other. So it's the perfect example of, uh, the benefits of membership with us so that we can crunch all that news at the last second and build those final lineups for you on FanDuel and adjust the DraftKings coaches clipboard for you. So. I agree with you 100%. I mean, I remember not that long ago, a year and a half ago or whatever, you know, when there was a decent amount of news, this news now is like, ep- I mean, it's 10 times what the news used to be. I mean, you'd have two or three guys you were waiting on. But I remember being at work and just not, you know, having the opportunity to find out any of the information. And then on the commute home in the in the Dallas traffic bumper to bumper here, you know, I'd be trying to hear news and swap players, which I did, you know, only when I was at a stop, but not uh, right. not on the highway. But um, and and so it is tougher. So, I mean, we're scouring this sucker, you know, 24 seven. I swear I've got alerts going off in the middle of the night trying to give us the uh, upper hand. So I'll tell you, it's it's a great time to join DFS Coach Talk. Go to DFSCoachTalk.com to get a membership. Um, and you know, we'll follow this news for you. We'll have it laid out on a silver platter for when you get home from work, or even if you're on your phone, on your commute, listening in, and we'll, we'll get all that up on discord as we're, uh, uh, you know, getting closer and closer to lock. So hopefully that'll be a big help. We also have a great deal right now with BetUS that is still offered that goes through April 1st. Do you want to explain that one a little bit? Yeah. If you, if you can make a first time deposit at betus.com.pa of 149 you get to use that money on betus for all your sports wagering needs but you also get a free membership with us no extra costs cost all the way until april 1st and you get our lineups every slate every main slate in the nba cash lineup gpp lineup to DraftKings coaches clipboard and you get our lineups in the other sports as well nfl pga mlb so tremendous value take advantage of it you just have to be that first time deposit in that category and if you do that use the promo code coach talk all one word and then we'll get you into our discord and that's where we give out the lineups about 20 minutes before tip off absolutely and if you don't want to go that route you just want to dip your toe in the water we've got a week membership that you can jump in and check it out we have a lot of folks that have been doing that recently all right, let's fire on to this second game because this is the big fat total point game that everybody's going to be stack city in. Yeah, it's it certainly is. The over-under here, 232. As the Wizards tra- traveling to Houston to take on the Rockets, the Rockets are three-and-a-half-point home favorites. A lot of absences still for the Wizards. We've got Rui, Bertans, Abdia, Ish Smith, Troy Brown Jr., and Mo Wagner all out. Raul Neto is questionable with a groin issue. On the Houston side, Christian Wood is doubtful. We don't think he's going to play. 
Uh, Daniel House is back in the lineup. So let's start with the moving parts over with the Wizards. And the starting lineup that I'm expecting is Westbrook, Beal, Jerome Robinson, Bonga, and Lopez. And the key bench guys, uh, Cassius Winston, if Neto doesn't play. Garrison Matthews, Anthony Gill might get a few minutes, and then the newly acquired Alex Len. And out of those guys, Beal for me is number one lock and load. Absolutely love him on this slate. Um, you know, Rockets are decent defensively, but they play at that seventh ranked pace. And the Wizards, we know, as the number one pace team in the NBA. Yeah. And they're bad defensively. So the Rockets are going to put up some points, and that's what leads to this high total. So I, I like Beal here in a game like this. Fair price tag, around 10000 on both sites. He's locked in for me. Jerome Robinson is a real value on this slate. Only 4000 on DraftKings. 3600 on FanDuel. And get this, he's a point guard. So yeah. this really gives us an opportunity here to get two starters in this game from the Wizards side. And then if you go a value point guard with Reggie Jackson, then you've got money to, to pay up elsewhere. Or if you want to uh, potentially get Trey Young in the lineup, if he plays, you know, I, I just think that Jerome Robinson gives you value and, and uh, opportunity with him being a, a cheap point guard on FanDuel. Don't think I'll get to any of the bigs for the Wizards or uh, the bench guys other than maybe Cassius Winston. But the thing is, he's he's $100 less than Jerome Robinson on FanDuel, so I don't think you need to go there. It would really only be on DraftKings where he's 3200 Okay. On the Houston side, it looks like we're going to have Wall, Oladipo, and Gordon together for the first time. Yeah. So this will be fun. Plus, we've got Wall going against his former team. And uh, Beal going against Wall, so they've got that dynamic. Uh, and then with Wood likely out, we've got Cousins back in that starting spot again. And he's been priced up a little bit on both sides, but I still think it's fair. So I'm I'm going to play him a bunch. You know, at FanDuel at 7,200, he's starting to inch up there towards uh, Gobert, and and then Capella obviously is the real payup option. So he's not quite as much of a lock for me on FanDuel, but 6000 on DraftKings I think is very reasonable. Um, with Wall, Oladipo, and Gordon, uh, we just, we're not quite sure how many minutes Wall will play, but this is a, it's a buy-low opportunity on him. It's 6900 on on DraftKings. Oladipo is a little bit more expensive here. Um, a little bit, I'm, I'm tentative to play him with Wall and Gordon out there, but you know this is a great game environment for him. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play with that. I'm I'm curious your thoughts there. Gordon I think is a fair price on Fanduel at six thousand, and then I don't I don't think I'm gonna go to any of the bench guys for Houston because with House back in, we don't know how many minutes he's gonna get. We don't know what what that will do to Jay Sean Tate. How many minutes does Mclemore get? Um, so I'm, I'm probably going to steer away from that and look more at the starters in this game. Very good. Um, you know, I, I looked at this game for a couple of hours, literally. So call me crazy, but I really like the way this game script works for this game. You know, first of all, 
<clears throat> Good points, by the way. I think great, great breakdown there. Um, on the Washington side, Westbrook uh, played uh, mid to upper 20s the last game back, his first game back. So, I, I mean, he's certainly very playable here. I mean, he could play 32, 33, 34 minutes, uh, possibly. I, I have him listed at 30, but, you know, we know he can get it done in that period of time. Um, I'm with you, though. I Bradley Beal's my top play on the Washington side. Um, you know, they had sat out quite some time with the COVID cancellations, but they needed to get the rust off in that last game. You could see the rust falling off as that game uh, went on. So I think this, you know, this could be one of those games where he just lets loose and has one of his monster games. Um, I love two value guys for Washington here. Jerome Robinson, who I've been a fan of for years, he's been around the league for a while with Washington and L.A. and, and some different places. And he's always been able to score and he's multidimensional. He's not a very big guard, but, you know, he can play the one one and two easily. Uh, you know, they have him penciled in here as the starting small forward, but he's not a small forward. But with Beal and Westbrook, they can make it work. I mean, a lot of teams play small and, you know, he's efficient when he's out there. Now, is he going to put up the game he did last time out with Westbrook and Beal back at full strength? Possibly not, but his price is still good. And I think he's a fine option, you know, again, if you're looking to make uh, your salary work. The other guy that I really like is their two-way player. He showed signs of being a stud last year in uh, limited action. But Garrison Matthews is a guy that when he's out on the floor, he plays like he thinks he should be out on the floor. He doesn't play like a rookie. He's not shy. He gets to the bucket, gets a lot of 50-50 balls. And he's super cheap. And I think he'll get really solid minutes here. He's a, a really, really good value play for me today. Um, as far as the bigs go, not interested in the Lopez, Len, and maybe a little bit of uh, Bell uh, split there. Uh, no interest in Bonga. Never had, never will. Um, just not going to go there. So, again, you know, Westbrook in consideration. Beal a lock and load. And then I'm all for, you know, Jerome Robinson uh, and or Garrison Matthews on that side of the ball. All right. On the Houston side, I have my favorite play of the day, Andrew. Number one play of the day. You want to take a guess? Um, I don't know, because it, if, if it's only one Houston guy for me, it's Cousins. But I don't know if you're going to go there. It's John Wall. Multiple okay. reasons motivation to play against Washington, definite payback. He's stated it a few times in the press that he wants to stick it to him. Uh, he's going to be super motivated going against Beal, who he that was his running mate in the backcourt for years. Wall was one, and Beal was, was the number two to Wall. And so it's like the big brother, little brother thing. He took Beal under his arm, uh, under his wing, and, you know, create, help create Beal as a superstar. But when you get that scenario, you know, it's the puff out the chest thing. I think Wall shows up here. I think he's going to be dominant. And, you know, a couple of things that make me like him even more, Victor Oladipo had to run the point for, I mean, just literally ran the point when Wall was out. So that's going to take uh, some of the opportunity away from Oladipo. 
as far as assists and playmaking. So I'm going to downgrade him a little bit uh, there. Also, Eric Gordon, you know, he's fantastic. When he's the key guy that needs to score, he's going to shoot from everywhere and score. But he's also a guy as a veteran that has no problem taking a second flight approach and letting the top dogs do their thing. And with both Wall and Oladipo back, I think he regresses enough at his cost that I'm not going to go at that mid-price with him. Um, my my second guy, that my second choice for, for the Rockets with Wall is DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, they, they haven't raised his price like they should have. He's going to play the majority of minutes at center. They didn't play yesterday. Uh, there's no reason to think that he's not going to do just fine in this game against that, uh, you know, conglomeration of centers from Washington that are nothing to write home about. So, uh, you know, Cousins is going to be massively owned, but, you know, you got to eat the chalk there. That's just the way it goes. Uh, my second, my my two guys on this side, though, are Wall and Cousins for sure. And uh, that's probably going to be it. So what do you think? Yeah, Wall, I agree with the motivation. And again, I love his price on DraftKings. You know, the only other hesitation is Westbrook will certainly get after him and, and make life life difficult. And, you know, Wall now has multiple options to to get it to the wing, to Oladipo and Gordon. So I don't think he needs to shoot a ton. But in the preseason, I did like the two-man game I saw between Wall and Cousins. Yeah. So they, they've got that chemistry. So I they've do think there's chemistry. some nice... Nice correlation there with that group, uh, if you go with those two. That is a great point. And and a couple things, too, just in case. Daniel House is back. This is his first game back in a long time. And they didn't put a quote-unquote minute restriction on him, but I did read something that came uh, from their coach, and he said that he's going to bring House along slowly, so maybe 15, 18 minutes. And the guy that I love that I've been playing, Ja'Shawn Tate, I mean, I really love the guy, but I just don't know if he gets lost in the shuffle with all of this, you know? It's yeah, going to be tough. Yep. Yeah, and it's a Can't shame because he's – right, I'm with you, man. I'm with yep. you. All right, game three, the 9 o'clock tip, Eastern, Knicks and Jazz. Yep. Two twelve and a half total on BetUS. Jazz favored by 11 and a half here. They are hot. They're up to 12 and 4. Knicks uh, stumbling a little bit here on the road. They're at eight and ten now, and yeah. with the news on the Knicks side, Bullock is out. Rivers and Nilakina are probable, and Utah's at full strength. So, what do you have here in Game Three? Very simple. Uh, they're fourth and third in the league in defense. Both teams have played great D. They're thirtieth and twenty-first in pace. The numbers two twelve. You know, Utah has a good possibility of blowing them out it's a double digit game i mean it just smells like avoid this game at all costs and that's really what i'm going to try to do i mean i respect the way utah's playing i mean they're they've won eight in a row i think they'll win this one and then guess what two game the next two games on wednesday and friday utah against the mavs (laughs) (laughs) not happy about that at all so um so I'm expecting uh, Utah to just smack them around. Yes, you could take some you know, shots here. I certainly wouldn't pay up for any of the big boys. Um, if there's one off that I would recommend in this game, it would be Burks. Uh, he used to play in Utah. 
He's also playing really good ball. The coach has a lot of confidence in him, and his price is right. So really, other than that, Andrew, I'm not even going to mess with this game. My spots are filled. Wow, interesting. Okay. Yep. I've got a couple extra spots here, probably, it sounds like, than you. And Randall is an option for me, especially on Fandle. He's 9,100. Don't think there's quite as many options there at the powered forward position today as as usual. And we know he's the most uh, locked-in guy on the Knicks in terms of minutes and usage. And I know he's got to get in there and deal with the stifle tower a little bit at the rim. But, you know, Randall mixes it up um, and you know, probably we'll, we'll start with the O'Neal defense and I think he can muscle him up pretty well. So I like Randall here. Burks, I I like the narrative there that you mentioned. Uh, Barrett is, you know, could squeeze into a lineup for me with the guards. I'm I'm getting a little nervous with Peyton because quickly he's really picking it up. He was unbelievable. Uh, The last game, man. Unbelievable. Over 30 actual points. Yeah. And the thing is, he just, his minutes aren't quite consistent yet. They're kind of playing around with it where sometimes Peyton gets the more traditional 30 to 32 starters minutes. But then last game, it was a mix, more like 24 each. And that was a three point game that lost to Portland. Yep. So uh, I'm not really comfortable playing Peyton right now. Um, so Quigley's a, a a GPP option for me. The tough thing is he's almost ex- as expensive now as Peyton. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, that's probably it for me with the Knicks. I, Nerlens Noel on DraftKings is only 3600 That's That's a decent price for him. And then on the Utah side, uh, Donovan Mitchell at 8500 If you want to go and pay for two sh- shooting guards along with Bradley Beal, you could uh, structure your build that way. And then that's probably it. Ingles is cheap on DraftKings. Um, you know, he can approach a double-double, even coming off the bench. Um, that's that's probably it, though, for me. I, I you know, I'm not going to do much with this game, but maybe maybe a couple of guys will, will make the roster. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. Hey, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, please take a second. Hit that thumbs up. That means a lot to us. Hit that subscribe button. That's extremely important. And click the little alarm alert button there up in the upper corner. That'll let you know every time one of our podcast posts. Uh, We also have a PGA podcast that'll post later this afternoon uh, for this weekend's tournament. So we're excited about that. Um, But really, you know, we, we would make that ask on YouTube that you do that. If you're listening to us audio wise on Spotify, uh, you know, Apple podcasts or iTunes, Take a second, hit those five stars, make a quick positive comment. Uh, again, that helps move us up in those algorithms to get more views, and we really, really appreciate that. Um, also, we have a contest going in honor of Mr. Andrew Hansen, his 81K takedown on Sunday in football. We decided to do the 81K uh, weekly membership giveaway this week. And it is going to be drawn tomorrow, about two hours before the set of games on Wednesday. So whoever wins that can d- jump in and get tomorrow's uh, lineups. Uh, however, in order to qualify, you can go to DFS uh, at DFS Coach Talk on Twitter. Uh, all you have to do is like and retweet the tweet that is posted there by Joe Stanton and Tyler, Tyler Pitzer on the DFS Coach Talk. Uh, Twitter account. 
and then uh, subscribe on YouTube. Those three things are done. You qualify. Hopefully, you'll be a winner tomorrow. That is the situation. So, yeah, any questions, just reach out to us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. You can find the coach at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. He's got a lot of stuff there on Kobe today. And you can find me at Language Olympic. And then the third member of our podcasting team, Shane, is at D-E-T Sports Shane. So that is the group. We appreciate you tuning in today. Like Coach said, check out the golf podcast later today and check back in with us tomorrow for our next NBA podcast as we look to crush it in DFS.